Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. I want to give honor this morning to my father who art in heaven, to my big brother, Jesus the Christ, and to my teacher, my guide, the Holy Spirit, and to my beloved pastor, I thank you so much for the opportunity to stand behind your sacred desk to preach what thus says the Lord to the people that you have been entrusted to lead. I thank you so much. And to my first lady for her strength and her support, I thank you. To the deacons of this body, to the mothers, to the ministerial, um, to the preachers, and to all of you, I greet you in the name of Jesus the Christ. So if you will, turn with me to a very familiar passage of scripture, Proverbs 31. And just for your attention for a moment, I'm going to read in your hearing starting with verse 16. And the word of God reads, She considereth a field and buyeth it, with the fruit of her hands, she planteth a vineyard. Verse 17, she girdeth her loins with strength and strengthen her arms. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you and I praise you. I glorify you. So now, God, I ask that you will help me to stand in your power of love and compassion for mothers today. And God, I will be so careful to give you honor and to give you praise. I love you and I glorify you in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Just for a moment, I want to talk about moms with two jobs. Moms with two jobs. Many moms out of necessity or choice or a combination of both work outside the home. You see, God has gifted moms. He has gifted women to invest in the marketplace in a manner that is productive in business. And not only that, but it is a blessing to one's home. When I was a much younger woman, I remember working two full-time jobs outside the home and still maintain my family. It's not easy juggling two full-time jobs then and I'm sure it's not now with just a full-time job and a part-time job because so many women are working a full-time job and a part-time job trying to make ends meet. But Christ gave me and he giving many moms today working two jobs 
the grace to carry on. I work with married and single moms alike, but sharing with single moms in particular, they, they, they face challenges most of us cannot even understand. They need our prayers. They need our encouragement. They need our strength. And yes, they need our support. Who do you know that's a single mom working a full-time job outside the home? You see, a woman who carries all the domestic and marketplace responsibility needs a community of Christ followers as friends and confidants. If you are a child of a single mom, Take this initiative to work around the house and perhaps outside the house, supporting her with service. Martin Luther King Jr. gave a speech to some students at Oberlin College in 1994, and he was encouraging these young folks. But what stood out to me in his speech, he told them that the time is always right to do what's right. James 4 said, therefore, to one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it to him, it is a sin. You see, we love our mom. We, and, and, and we love our mom well by living well. That's how we love her, by living well by behaving, in other words, by obeying. You see, as a working mom, do you see your work, your marketplace as your ministry or just a way that you make a living, you know, to provide for your livelihood? Working moms have a unique opportunity to represent Christ in their careers, in their businesses, whether you work outside the home or just going to the grocery store or perhaps running an errand or going on a morning or afternoon walk. This can be an open door, an opportunity to brag on Christ's support, describing the importance of your faith in the Lord. So when the opportunity arises, when someone asks about your Christian hope in the Lord, they may ask, how are you able to do what you do? First Peter, the third chapter, admonish us to be ready to give an answer. We should at all times be ready to share the good news of Jesus Christ. John Michael Greer quoted, he said, the future is under no obligation to wait patiently until we get ready for it. Paul, he instructed Timothy, his mentee in 2 Timothy 4, he said, be ready in season and out of season. You see, here in our text, I believe this is the best known passage of scripture 
that outlines an admirable life, an honorable life in virtuous living. It is this woman described here in Proverbs 31. Virtuous meaning having or showing high moral standards. Virtuous is translated in various ways in different Bible versions. For example, in Proverbs 12:4, it is a virtuous woman. He said, it's a, a virtuous woman is a crown to her husband. Whereas the same name in Proverbs 31, verse 10, is a wealthy, a worthy woman who can, who can find. For her price is far above rubies. You see, all of these translations are missing the real meaning of the phrase. However, the key to understanding the, the, the character of the, wonder, of the wonderful woman is the Bible praises so much and re recommends as a model wife to all men. For a moment, allow me to highlight her attributes. You see, in verse 10, she is valuable. She's valuable like, like rubies. And then in verse 11, she is trustworthy. This woman can be trusted. And in verse 12, she, she does good deeds for her husband. And she does it her whole life. This tells me that she's consistent, she's focused, and she's deliberate. In verse 13, she was a willing worker, making clothing for her family. In verse 14, she's diligent. You see, in other words, she's careful. She's wise. She's a, she's a wise shopper. You see, in other words, she utilizes her discernment when making decisions. And lastly, before I share our two dynamics in verse 16 and 17, let me tell you in verse 15, it tells us that she's an early riser, ministering to her family as well as her, her servants. This woman had a strong work ethic. You see, I believe that her her supervisor didn't have to worry about getting a call from her telling him or her that she was going to be late because she overslept because she was an early riser. See, when you're a manager, you hear a whole lot of excuses, but she had none. This woman, this mom, has a domestic responsibility. And she, she, she worked in the marketplace. I believe awaking early, she understood the importance of time. 
that 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 uh, uh, caused her to organize. You see, she had to be an organizer and coordinating her her days chores. She made preparation for her daily task. This mom with two jobs, this this virtuous woman was a moral manager. She understood right and she understood wrong living. You see, this woman taking care of her domestic affairs, her responsibilities as well as working outside the home in the marketplace, contributing to the economy, you know, it leads me to my first dynamic. This woman was a planner. This mother exhibited forward thinking. She just didn't get up and do things haphazardly. You see, she exhibited forward thinking. She was a deliberate planner. You see, as mothers planning, it, that comes second nature to us. We plan our meals, how much money we need to spend at the grocery store, so on and so forth. But this woman, she planned ahead like, like ants. You see, my, my second dynamic that this mom had she had purpose. Could it be that this woman had her eyes on a piece of property and the only way to obtain that property, that, that vineyard, she had to understand how to manage it. She had to work on the land. She had to work to obtain it as her own by saving and managing her finances. There are sometimes some things in life we must work for. It doesn't come easy and it's not free. You see, that vineyard was just what she needed to provide for her own family. And perhaps she thought she could make her own grape juice or her own wine, I don't know, or teach her children about how to work and becoming entrepreneurs themselves. You see, we are told that she purchased this land from the fruit of her hand. This woman was willing to get her, her hands dirty. You see, there's some jobs. You know, some folks say, I can't find a job. But there are some jobs that you got to get dirty. You can't dress up in a suit all the time. You got to get dirty. You see, she purchased the land with her own money that she made from her other job, from working in someone else's vineyard, from working in the marketplace. You see, she went from a laborer to a businesswoman. I remember one time my uh, corporate, when I was working for Sunrise Assistant Living, and my uh, 
the corporate nurse, she, we were sitting out talking one day and she uh, said to me, she said, I'm going to tell you something. She said, you got the highest care levels in the United States. You know, Sunrise have a lot of communities all over the United States and, and abroad. And care levels had to do with me assessing my, my residents and ensuring that they were getting, they was on the right care level so that they can get the right care and I can have the right amount of caregivers in the house caring for them. But it also meant that the company was making a whole lot of money. And when I looked at my check, it didn't measure up. But that's when a light went off in my head. And I said, you know what? What I'm doing for them, I can do for myself. And so I began to set a plan and became my own businesswoman. You see, this virtuous woman was an industrious and she was an intelligent woman using her gifts to provide for her household. Let me share with you the benefit package of being of this virtuous woman in her own right. You see, the benefit here, one of the benefits is that she brought respect to her family within the community so much so that we are still talking about her today. And I'm going to share another one of her benefits, which I believe here is the main purpose of her working outside the home. Her gifts and hard work, her good work ethic, you know what it did? It gave respect to her husband. Because of her industrious business, her husband will be respected at the city gates. The city gates represented a place of influence and authority in the city. You see, sometimes, sometimes, the choices and actions that we make can impact our whole family. You see, just what if we followers of Jesus Christ in the marketplace live lives of influence that cause people to turn away from the world in turn, with a, a desire to want to know Jesus. This could bring an organic impact that could bring a revival to the world. You see, in my closing today, let me share with you another woman 
that I would be remiss if I didn't mention today on Mother's Day. I'm going to highlight for you the mother of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mary, who accepted God's will for her life, and today all of us are reaping the benefits. Salvation. We are saved. And not only that, in Ephesians 4, verse 30, it tells us that we are saved and we are, we are sealed until the day of redemption. You see, Mary suffered enormous shame and pain, yet never doubted her son for one moment. Mary stands as highly favored by God. Mary was a shining example of obedience and submission to the Father's will. His will sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to this world. Jesus came to this world with a plan and he came with a purpose. His plan was to come and to die a humiliating death, a death on the cross. He planned to give up his life so that you and I could have life and that we can have life more abundantly. He died willingly by crucifixion and then allowed them to bury him in a borrowed tomb, Joseph tomb. You see, he knew that he wasn't going to need it, so he just borrowed it. And you know when you borrow something, you have to give it back. But on the third day, the Bible declares that he woke up. He got up with all power and victory in his hands. You see, his sole purpose for coming to this world it that has turned is back on him. The world that he came for turned their back. This sinful place, this corrupt and this evil place was the same world that he came to save us from our sins. Jesus too was deliberate. He was an organizer. He coordinated and he executed his plan. And there's still today a plan on the horizon for him to return, to rapture his church. So the good news today is, because we're saved, we know that one day we will be with him in glory. Hallelujah. Let the church say amen. Amen. If you are not saved, if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can do that right now, right where you are. You can ask him to come into your heart. 
confess your sins because we all have fallen short and we all have, uh, have fallen short. But let me tell you, you can ask him, Lord, forgive me. Come into my heart and save me. And you know what? He will do that and you will be saved immediately. So if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, today is today. Today is today to invite him into your heart. Ask him to come in because he will. He's waiting on you. He came for you. He know what you did yesterday and that doesn't matter. That's why he came. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. But guess what? He loved us just that much that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to save us from those very sins that we commit against him. And his son died for us that we will have life and have it more abundantly. Let the church say amen. Amen. Just keep me, me near the has given the invitation in the crawl this is your opportunity that there's no better gift a child can give their mother than the gift of accepting Jesus Christ as Savior that this is your opportunity wherever you may be to accept Jesus Christ to give your life unto him believe on the Lord Jesus the Bible declares, and you shall be saved. And if you confess with your mouth, believe it in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And with that, that is a great mother's gift. Just so, so it shall find when it's all over. I'll find a rest Rest beyond The Let us pray
come today thanking you for what you have given us in the gift of your son. Lord, it was the son who came, suffered, bled, and died for us. But he didn't stay dead early Sunday morning. It was the son who got up with all power in his hand. And we give you praise for the son. But Lord, we do thank you for the one who you gave to have the son. We thank you for Mary. And we thank you, Lord, now for every single mother that you've given, those who have given children through their birth canal and those who have, through their lives, loved on children, even when they could not have them. For every single one, we thank you, Lord, for you have given us these great gifts. And Lord, today, we lift you up and thank you for them. Lord, we thank you for this preacher. We thank you for what she has given us and letting us know how hard mothers have worked for us down through the years and even right now, Lord, how they're still praying for us, how they're still going before us, how they're still loving on us, how when the chips are down, mother is still there for us, Lord. And we thank you for our mothers. The Bible declares that even if they're gone, when our mother and our father forsake us, that it is the Lord who will take us up. And Lord, now be a mother to somebody on this morning, Lord, who lost their mother a long time ago. Let them know that I made her and I made you. And if you accept me, you can be saved. And Lord, we thank you for this woman today. We thank you for giving us all that we have. But God, we don't take the time just to thank you for the mother. We thank you for the mother who gave us a son. For unto us a son is born. A child is given, Lord. And the government is on his shoulders. And it is by his stripes that we are healed. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. And for those who have accepted you, Lord, we thank you and pray for them right now. This is our prayer in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ. We pray and ask every blessing. Amen. Amen and amen. 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 You may be seated in the building. Amen. I just again want to reiterate and thank God again for this day. This day we celebrate celebrating our mothers. Amen. Amen. I want to thank God for the first lady of this church, Sister Beverly Haynes. I want to thank God for Charlie Jones. I want to thank God for my bride, Quantricia Haynes. And I want to thank God of what they have done in my own life. I want to lift up, if I can today, the name of Carrie Jean Cox. Carrie Jean Cox was one of those who was a mother to me. Just a few months ago, we funeralized and buried her. And I want to lift her up and thank her. God for her and what she did in my life and just like uh, I have those who have been in my life many of you have those who have been in your life whether they be your flesh and blood mother or mothers who just took care of you with everything they had I want to thank God for them on today amen amen again I want to thank God for you I want to thank God for our preacher on this day thank God for all of our mothers uh, if you will just keep in your prayers those in our family who are bereaved that we 
announced this morning the passing of member Doreen Ventus, who served with the GED program. Uh, also, Vanessa Johnson, cousin Crystal Pryor, passed away from COVID-19 in Mexico. Barbara Jeter's brother, uh, Larry Bly, also passed away. So if you would, just keep in your prayers those names of those folks in our congregation who have had loss in their lives. And we thank God that heaven has no sorrow or earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Amen. Amen. Again, I want to thank God today just for you. I want to thank God for all who have chosen to come in to our broadcast on this morning. I want to thank God wherever you may be. If you would pray and again, thank God for all the mothers on today and give your mother a shout out. Amen. Give your mother a shout out for all that they have done and they, they continue to do. Amen. Amen. If you would just rest on your feet again. I want to thank God for our pastor in his absence on this morning. Thank God for all that he is doing in the life of the church again. God be with you until we meet again. Amen. Lift up your voice, sing. May God be with you. God be with you. ways to submit your tithe and offering online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on cash app at dollar sign the church with zeal via the givelify app by mail to salem missionary baptist church p.o box 817 lilburn georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.